Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. was my producer i felt full freedom and utter abandon to air drum to my heart's pleasure anytime any song like that comes on and now i just have my hands in shame oh no <laughs> dude you're there you're there <laughs> it's because he's a professional drummer well no he was shame. no yeah, shame no it's it's I'm, i've internalized my shame you're pressing me and marginalizing me all over the place today it's crazy <laughs> These acts of aggression. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, your drumming microaggressions only remind me of my inadequacy. Uh, so these, um, every year you have this uh, university that nobody's ever heard of except for once a year. Uh, Lake Superior State University. So that would be Michigan. And uh, Sault Ste. Marie is how you say that, by the way. Not Salt St. Marie, but uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Anyway, every year they come out with a list of banned words. Now, it, banished words, they say. Now, it's not banished like canceled because they're offensive, when I first saw the headline, I'm like, oh, more fodder for my transgressors uh, service. It comes up here in about 15 minutes. Uh, not quite 10 minutes. Anyway, And uh, but it's not that. It's words that have outgrown their usefulness and kind of popularity of, like, they're, they're cool terms. They're hip terms that are no longer really hip anymore. So, for example, on this list, hack. Not hack like, you know, somebody who's bad at something, but, like, Life hack, that kind of thing. The term hack has increasingly become a popular buzzword frequently utilized to impart an aura of innovation or sophistication to various subjects. Its widespread adoption in multiple contexts, extending beyond its initial technological context, has the potential to lessen its inherent significance using it everywhere, even beyond its tech roots, could make it lose its magic. Impact, especially as a verb. Why use this word when we have a perfectly good word that makes more sense? Effect. <laughs> it's going to impact things. That's going to affect things. Impact is doesn't really, that's not really the best word. Overusing it only takes away its pizzazz, which is a word we don't use enough, but also robs other words of their spotlight. And, you know, kind of a lot of times the word curmudgeons like me are, you know, we have a word for that. We don't need it. You don't need riz because you've got, you know, charisma. You, <laughs> you don't need a word that just shortens up the word that already is the word you're trying to replace. It's this weird thing. Um, phrase at the end of the day. Sometimes a word needs to be rebanished, and this is one of them. Many comments note that it is overused and meaningless, often employed as a rhetorical device that attempts to encapsulate the complexities of a situation summarily, lacking nuance and depth. Well, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I don't, and it is kind of a uh, lazy person's summary. Riz is one that they've got on here, um, gaining prominence as Oxford's word of the year. You know, I, I mean, Riz, we barely knew you. Like, <laughs> that word has only been around for a year or two, maybe? You know, not even that long. Um, you know, probably the, the 12-year-olds have been saying it for a lot longer, and then the rest of us picked up on it, and now they don't say it anymore. Uh, iconic, they say. It's appeared on the list in 2009, so iconic is an iconic example of this problem. Uh, so perhaps it's time for another attempt to point out its overuse and lack of meaning in most situations. Cringeworthy from the comments. The use of cringeworthy is cringeworthy. <laughs> I agree with that. Obsessed, side hustle. You could just say second job. 
you don't have to say side hustle. Wait for it. Are we not already? And then this is my personal favorite. They say slay, slay. You cannot say slay anymore. I should not say While perfectly acceptable in specific context, slay has transcended its original meaning and infiltrated situations where its proper usage no longer aligns with its intended significance. It's transitioned from a specialized term denoting exceptional accomplishment to a commonplace expression for any achievement prompts scrutiny into its misapplication, particularly in the characterization of routine or mundane actions. Now it's sprinkled everywhere from wearing a stylish outfit to tackling the art of parallel parking. Well, we learned this from the Gen Alpha girls, right? It's not even funny how Al Slay is. See? <laughs> they knew. They knew. Oh, where'd it go? I can't say, like, that's a slay. No! Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> Do you remember those girls? It's not even funny how out Slay is. See, just trying to update you on the language. 6.15 on News Radio 92.3. The transgressor ceremony comes up next. If you don't know what that is, oh, gosh, stick around. I'm Andrew McKay. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right, we're looking good around town. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze at Navarre is, is looking clear. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, you're looking clear all the way into town. And Highway 29 south through Cantonment, no issues reported. If you see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with traffic on the fives resetting your password unsubscribing from emails printing anything why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with an auto owner's insurance independent agent getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them so you can get back to more important things like learning how that printer works that's simple human sense ask rushing insurance in pensacola and daphne if auto owners make sense for you Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single-source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life. Get New South proud. Buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost copays at Walgreens. I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills, and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent together. Walgreens. Restrictions apply. For details, see walgreens.com pharmacy. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing? These are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you could start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel, Monday morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. Monday morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the Transgressors Memorial Service, remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew remembering those who we have lost. 
The first remembrance is for everyone who participated in making the Conservative Dad pinup calendar, a 2024 collection of pictures of sexy far-right women produced by the apostates who created ultra-right beer as an alternative to Bud Light during the Great Dylan Mulvaney Lamentation of 2024. The so-called pinup calendar is really a heretical celebration of juvenile conservative fantasy featuring radio host Dana Lash menacing viewers with two murder-stick assault weapons, swimmer and cisgender activist Riley Gaines laying on her back poolside in a bikini, commentator Ashley St. Clair taking a bubble bath in lingerie, non-winning congressional candidate Catalina Lauf wearing heels and daisy dukes in front of a climate-killing 76 stingray, and influencer Sarah Gonzalez lighting the holy pages of the New York Times on fire with a giant cigar. I know, it's hard to even hear about such a sacrilege. But the worst image, surely, is Josie the redheaded libertarian setting women's rights back 50 years by posing in a kitchen, holding a freshly made pie, wearing heels and a dress barely larger than her apron with a cross hanging on the wall, metaphorically beckoning conservative heterosexuals to come back with her 70 years to the dark ages of the two-parent, one-income, stay-at-home mom fantasy of all conservatives. Yes, this calendar is painful to see. Now, just to be clear, we of course don't mind the objectification of women, per se. Our views on human sexuality depend on mutual, consensual objectification since we believe humans are basically nothing more than moderately advanced animals and thus whatever we do to grunt and rut our way to physical gratification is just plain fine. Now, the real problem with this calendar is its unrepentantly cisgender heteronormativity and body shaming. These are all clearly straight women who were identified female at birth and intending to appeal to straight conservative men identified male at birth with no space being made for lesbian, bisexual, or transgender persons at all. Also, they're all impossibly thin and pretty, contributing to the ongoing marginalization of all women who dare to eat carbs or refuse to wear makeup, paint their nails, don short skirts, or otherwise gussy themselves up merely to seduce their man prey. An ugly message for such pretty girls. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second. Duncan. Formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, a name change we fully support since we believe everyone should be allowed to change their names and identities for any reason or for no reason at all. Duncan is currently being sued for shamelessly discriminating against vegans and the lactose intolerant everywhere by charging more for coffee drinks made with non-dairy milk substitutes. Duncan will eagerly substitute fat-free skim or whole milk for its standard 2% at no charge for people who do not object to the oppression of cows. But when the ethically enlightened and those with lactose disability force them to order soy or oat milk for their coladas or iced macchiatos, Duncan bilked them for anywhere from 50 cents to $2 per drink to the tune of a whopping $250 million in profits from their price gouging. This atrocious practice is both viewpoint discrimination and also a clear case of price bigotry in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Now, we know the apologists for Big Donut argue that these milk substitutes cost more to offer and Duncan is merely passing the extra cost along to their consumers. But why is it the fault of the lactose intolerant, the morally enlightened, or those who merely prefer the taste of oat milk in their cappuccino, that the ingredients they need cost more? It costs more to provide wheelchair ramps and self-opening doors, but we don't allow restaurants to charge a ramp and door surcharge to paraplegics, do we? No, I say make the donut barons shoulder this burden, not the coffee proletariat. Duncan must pay for the food injustice they've been pouring out all these years. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Finally, 
We want to extend our most sincere approval to Emma Flint of the United Kingdom for introducing us to a fine piece of next-generation, cutting-edge sexual orientation terminology, abrosexual. As she wrote in Metro UK, Emma had to wait all the way until the ripe old age of 30 to discover a label that finally described her own sexual orientation, which oscillates between pure lesbianism some days and bisexuality other days, and even occasionally total asexuality. As she notes, peers were skeptical at first, wanting to limit her to one or the other classification or saying that she was just being difficult. But she knew that she was orientation fluid and shouldn't have to be contained in the artificial constraints of any of the more traditional compartments of the holy acronym string. No, she understood that the correct answer to what's your orientation, Emma, was always going to be, well, what time is it? Or at least, hold on a moment, let me check. Not always being sure to whom she might be attracted on a given day, Emma at first struggled with how to even know what her orientation was. But with some help from the International Sexual Orientation Nomenclature Society, or ISONS, she developed a handy pocket flip chart so that abrosexuals everywhere can now simply look at some picture sets, decide what gives them a tingle at the moment, and then know whether they are feeling straight, gay, bi, tri, tetra, poly, or asexual at any given time. Truth be told, things aren't even this clear because sometimes it's more of a lean rather than a yes-no. Like just last Wednesday, Emma was feeling bisexual with a lesbian lean, meaning she was mainly interested in women, but she'd take a man if that's all that was available, or if she'd been drinking too much. Sort of like she'd been at the bar too long and was now wearing her gender goggles. We've long known you cannot control whom you love, and now we know you cannot control which kind of people you love. And so we celebrate the honesty and the pioneering courage of Emma to recognize that even sexual orientation itself might be fluid, giving any of us the power to tell an unwanted suitor, I'm sorry, but I just don't think I'm into your gender right now. So with that, we heartily welcome the newest edition of the holy acronym string, the second A for abrosexual. Let all adherents of LGBTQIAA plus everywhere celebrate. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Before we dismiss, I'd like to observe a moment of silence for the recent loss of Sister Tabitha's favorite tambourine. This tambourine had been to 14 Black Lives Matter rallies, three climate justice events, two different burning mans, and even helped raise a holy ruckus in solidarity with Hollywood writer strike just last year. Tragically, Tabitha lost her grip on the beloved clangor in a moment of uncontrolled exuberance during a solidarity sit-in with former Harvard President Claudine Gay last month. The damage was irreparable. For those wishing to contribute to her tambourine replacement fund, a donation box made of recycled Kleenex is in the rear of the sanctuary. Thank you for that moment. Refreshments this week are provided by Nuts and Butts, handcrafted cigarette alternatives made from a wide variety of nuts, berries, and legumes. Smoked nuts aren't just for eating anymore. Enjoy a hand-rolled 80-20 cashew and Brazil nut blend cigarette just like the Aztecs used to. Try their unfiltered almond cigarello for a real dose of excitement. As they like to say, if you can roll it, you can smoke it. Nuts and butts. It's healthier than crystal meth. And now, brethren, sisterin, and otherin, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more. 626 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Jake's got traffic on the fives. <laughs> we're, we're not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents out there. Um, 
Uh, let's see here. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking clear. I-110 and 10 are looking uh, like they're at posted speeds right now. If you're coming out of Milton on 90, you're looking good. And uh, around town, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there, let us know. Uh, 437-1620, call or text. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you are an employer, you've got employees who need insurance, who need dental, vision, life, health, disability, who need payroll managed, who need uh, human resources, right? These are all things that, you know, your business might have grown but not be large enough or you might be, you know, unsatisfied with what you're currently doing. There's all kinds of reasons why you might call Torgerson and Causey. But the main one is just to find out if they might not be able to do things better for you that you didn't even realize was possible. That's what happened to us about seven years ago. Um, our boss called them and said, hey, can you come look at what we're doing? They're, of course, we do that all the time, no charge. They looked, they said, we can do this. And he said, that's good. They gave it to us. We looked, and we said, that is good. Alternatives we didn't have before, better customer service than we'd ever had before. So uh, here at Cat Country and News Radio, we love them. They're fantastic. More than 20 years in business helping local businesses like yours do benefits for their employees. Give them a call today, 433-9996, or check them out online at TC for Torgerson Causey, tcbenefitsgroup.com. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David, you, you like that pickup line denial? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm yes. just not Those. into your gender right now. At the bar with the gender goggles on. All right. That was great. All right. Former President Donald Trump appearing in federal court next week in Washington, D.C. Uh, on January 9th, Trump and his lawyers will be arguing that he is immune from prosecution on charges related to over attempting to overturn the 2020 election. Uh, they say that's because he took those actions while still president. Iranian leaders now vowing revenge for the nearly 100 victims of Wednesday's bombing attack. The Islamic State terrorist group said Thursday two of its members had detonated explosive uh, belts during a crowded memorial for Iranian commander Qasim Soleimani, who was killed by a U.S. drone in 2020. And federal regulators investigating the side effects of some diabetes and weight loss drugs. Medications like Ozempic have become popular as a tool for weight loss. New reports uh, about patients experiencing hair loss, depression, and respiratory issues, though, as the FDA concerned. All right. Thanks so much, David. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'll be honest, when you, something, one of these things comes out and everybody's using it, I'm the guy who's like, nope, <laughs> give it 10 years. I just want to, you know, I'm never a first adopter of medical things uh, like that for sure. Uh, oh, this is such a fascinating story. Um, I, I saw this the other day and I just thought it was amazing. You've ever heard of the book Finnegan's Wake? It's the hardest book to read. I mean, period. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's, it's impenetrable. James Joyce wrote it. It's like, all it is, is think of all of the most references you could possibly have to other literature. Like every other word is just, it's packed with stuff. So starting in 1995, a group of people in Venice, California have had a book club in which they're reading Finnegan's Wake one of the most famously difficult texts in literary history. But between 10 and 20 and 30 people show up every month at local library. They read two pages a month, which is a lot for that book, um, slowing to just one page per discussion. At that page, they reach the final page starting back in 1995, last October. It took them 28 years. And you know what they're doing now? They're starting over. <laughs> The group is like 10 to 15, you know, and they, there's, I guess there are other groups like in Dublin, there's one, and they're at a brisk pace to get through it in 15 years. Um, one in, uh, uh, another one in California did uh, 17 years. I mean, just, <laughs> this is a common thing. And so they're just getting together. And I love it. I think it's amazing that people of a common interest and, you know, want to torture themselves by reading this book. Um, there's at least 52 active Finnegan's Wake 
reading groups around the world that are known. And somebody said, it's the most fulfilling thing in my life. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Family and friends of a school shooter in Perry, Iowa, say he'd been bullied for years and no one at the school helped. Four students and the principal injured. A sixth grade boy who was inside the high school. The gunman, a 17-year-old senior at the school who was armed with a shotgun and a handgun, killed himself. Fox's Jeff Manasso, an Air Force B-1 bomber crashed at Ellsworth Air Base in South Dakota. The bomber crashed while landing at the airbase. The Air Force says the four crew members were able to safely eject no word on whether any of them was injured. The Air Force says the bomber was on a training mission when it crashed. The cause will be determined by a board of officers. Fox's Gary Baumgarten. Uh, winter storm alerts in effect from North Carolina to Maine. Travel could be dangerous due to snow, ice, heavy rain and wind over the weekend. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 News Radio 92.3. It is 40 degrees, partly cloudy skies in Pensacola this morning. Alabama authorities say a Pensacola man involved in a high-speed chase led to the death of a Georgia deputy. Now, that chase happened yesterday morning near Lynette, Alabama. 25-year-old DeCedric Donson was allegedly driving a stolen 2022 Dodge Challenger being chased by Eric Minix, a deputy with the Coweta County Sheriff's Office. After that chase ended, Minix got out of a patrol car and was hit by a Lynette police officer. Uh, the Coweta County Sheriff's Office says Minix is uh, survived by a wife and three daughters. Attorneys for Skanska back in court this week. The company is facing hundreds of lawsuits stemming from damage done by barges during Hurricane Sally. A judge, three-judge panel listening to arguments where Skanska attorney Hal Watson says they believe they are only responsible for damages to the bridge itself and not economic losses in the aftermath. The Supreme Court of, of, of the United States and all the federal courts that have addressed the issue of whether a, a party can make a claim for economic um, uh, damages based upon damage to someone else's property have said no. Channel 3 was in the courtroom yesterday. Watson says the precedent was set in a case back in 1927. Well, there is now an effort to get Donald Trump off of Florida's 2024 presidential ballot. Political activist Chaz Stevens has filed a civil lawsuit in Broward County aimed at getting Trump off the ballot. He's citing the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. Trump, while not yet uh, convicted of any crime, has been uh, found to have uh, fomented the insurrection. And uh, Stevens says that a criminal conviction isn't necessary to disqualify Trump. That lawsuit uh, following similar suits filed all across the country. Now, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody says she is taking action in Florida State's legal battle with the ACC. Moody says the ACC has been withholding key documents in FSU's attempt to leave the conference. She's sending a public records request demanding the release of the conference's agreements with ESPN and other media outlets. She says so far the conference has refused and is demanding that FSU officials travel to the ACC offices to view those documents in secret and under supervision. FSU trustees had some informal talks about leaving the conference over the summer. Those conversations have turned more serious now after the Seminoles were left out of the college football playoffs. Well, last week, viewers of the Discovery Channel's adventure series, uh, Adventure Cities, 
caught a glimpse of our little paradise on TV. International travel writer Jonathan Thomas visited Pensacola to check out all of the sites. Welcome to the Florida Panhandle, where we're exploring the city of Pensacola. And uh, on that show, Thomas checked out our downtown Pensacola Beach, Fort Pickens, flew with the Blue Angels, got some fishing and spear fishing in. Now that show, if you missed the first run last weekend, is going to re-air this coming Saturday morning as well, 4.30 in the morning on the Discovery Channel. It's 6.35 right now. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Not seeing Anything out there on the roadways right now? Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is checking in clear. Uh, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in clear as well. Looks like Dog Track Road, no issues on uh, Blue Angel Parkway either. Uh, no delays on Burgess or Olive. If you see anything out there this morning, let me know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to have a chilly start to the day with some clouds building in through the afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms move in for the evening, 64 degrees for your high. Showers and thunderstorms will continue through the nighttime, low near 60 degrees. For Saturdays, the skies clear out, 63 degrees for your high, beautiful and cloudy with a low near 44. Sunday, high near 59, and Sunday night temperatures dropping near 47. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now it is 40 in Pennsylvania. Pensacola, 41 in Gulf Breeze, and the cool spot this morning, Milton at 32. Our next news at 7, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Job reports due today will most likely show employers added 140,000 work, workers to payrolls in December, but only concentrating in three main sectors, government, health care, and leisure and hospitality. Employment in most other industry remains flat. Negative job growth is estimated in retail trade, manufacturing, finance, professional, and business services. ExxonMobil is expecting up to $2.6 billion in impairments in the fourth quarter, mostly related to idled assets in California. The company also expects a negative effect on upstream earnings from a change in liquid prices of $400 million to $800 million. Changes in gas prices are expected to benefit upstream earnings by $400 million to $800 million once again. And on Wall Street, futures are slightly lower. The Dow Industrials were up 10 yesterday. The NASDAQ down 81. The S&P 500 down 16. That's your money now. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's m-m-e-r-i.famu.edu. And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk. Here are the News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30-day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 are non-transferable, non-redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30-day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit NewsRadio923.com. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states, red states for Republicans, blue states for Democrats. Nice thing about you, Joe, is that you can sound like a liberal, but it harped you in America. Who filed it? Who filed it? That's the game where I tell Jake about a bill that's been filed in Tallahassee, and he has to tell me whether he thinks it was filed by a Democrat or by a Republican. Jake, are you ready? Have you done your mental oh. warm-ups this morning? Oh, yes. Your yeah. eye exercises with the speed reader from... Oh, yeah. I'm stretching. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, HB 1187, carbon sequestration. <laughs> Democrat yeah, or Republican? Uh, uh, d- Democrat. Yeah, of course it is. Okay, I don't all right. No, it's it's creating a sequestration task force to uh, under DEP to study the issue of carbon sequestration, particularly in farmland, and uh, make sure that we are uh, responding appropriately. $350,000. Yeah, Lindsey Cross, Democrat. Uh, I'd give you an easy one to warm up. SB 1268. Financial support for pregnant survivors of rape or incest. This provides that certain low-income students who get pregnant as a result of rape or incest and decide to carry the pregnancy to term are then exempt from having to pay college tuition and fees. There's also a child care subsidy that's available. Um, As long as they document that it was a rape or incest, um, that they could be eligible to have, for example, their college fees and tuition uh, waived. Who wants to do this, Democrat or Republican? Tricky, but I'll say Republican. Democrat. Linda oh. Stewart. Democrat. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting one, right? Mm. I think it's designed to you know, pry in at the, you know, are you supporting the result of people not being able to get abortions? You know, that that's kind of mm-hmm. the, I think that's where this is going. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that, because it's a very interesting one. Um, SB 1238, of course, I, I think that the risk you would have then would be, well, I can get free tuition if I claim this thing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would, you know, abuse in that direction uh, of this provision. SB 1238, 
lewd or lascivious grooming, uh, which is, you know, engaging the process of preparing or encouraging a child to engage in sexual activity through overtly sexually themed communication um, and grooming a child for being a sexual predator. Who wants to create the crime, specifically the crime of lascivious or lewd grooming? Republican or Democrat? Republican. Republican. Jonathan Martin. That's exactly right. Uh, SB 1206, live performances, uh, calling it the Right to Rock Act. Prohibiting a public venue owner or operator from canceling any live performance on bases like the expression of viewpoint, um, the, you know, the artist, um, so that if they, they say something that people don't like, well, you can't punish them by taking away their venue only on the basis of the content of their speech. Who wants to protect musicians and artists in this regard, Republican or Democrat? D- did Joel Rudman put this one in? Or, um... <laughs> it's not Joel Rudman, but oh, okay. good guess. Uh, I would think that, well, I'm going to go Democrat it's on this Republican. one. It's oh, Republican. Yeah, I, I thought yourself my... on it. Yeah, yeah you did the double backflip reasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Martin is the representative on that one. Mm. Uh, but good guess to think it might have been Joel Rudman. Yeah. <laughs> um, harm to Minors, SB 1196. This is very interesting. Citing this as the protection of... Our, our Protect Our Children Act, it requires anybody who manufactures tablets or smartphones for sale and activation in the state of Florida to include on the tablet or smartphone a content filter that would protect children from any online 18-plus material. Um, and it would it's got all kind of provisions. You can disable the filter if you're an adult, but it makes it a crime to give such a filter to a child with the filter disabled, it makes it a crime to give the child the the disabling code. Um, parents can sue if the child can successfully bypass it, so it really puts the onus for uh, compliance upon the manufacturer, and it makes an obligation for manufacturers to include that content-restrictive filter uh, starting January 1st of next year, so 2025, um, and basically, other than a parent or guardian, nobody can give a kid a tablet that's basically smut-enabled, if you want to think about it that way. So uh, what do you think, Republican or Democrat? Democrat. It is Republican, Blaze wow. Angolia. Oh, I, the, the practical questions on this one are massive to mm. me, but it's a very interesting bill. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of conversation about that one. I, I love the end goal. You know, the end goal is basically requiring there to be a technological barrier between children and the dangers of the Internet. I don't know if you can pull it off, make it successful or whatever, but I love the, the goal of trying. just don't know if this is the way to do it. Uh, SB 1202, referendums to increase millage. This is kind of amazing. Any increase in millage, like if the county commission decided to increase the millage rate, which is not likely here, but okay, any increase in the millage rate has to be approved by... A vote of the electors. So they would no longer be able to increase the millage simply by the county commission making a decision, or the school board um, would not be able to raise the millage either. Who wants to do that, Republican or Democrat? I'm going to say Republican. It is Republican. Same person, Blazingolia. That's right. Uh, Powerful senator. Uh, SB 1192, required instruction. It requires a comprehensive account of the socio-political circumstances surrounding slavery, including which political parties supported slavery by adopting pro-slavery tenets to their party platform, uh, Republican or Democrat, who wants to make sure that gets taught in the state of Florida? Uh, I'm going to say Democrat. Okay. I didn't tell you all the information that would make this one really easy. Okay. We already teach all kinds of things about slavery in Florida. It's by it's required. This adds the requirement that you have to teach that it was Democrats, because it says the parties supporting slavery. Right. You s- explicitly have to teach that Democrats were the parties supporting slavery in Florida. 
in the South and mm-hmm. across the South. Right. Uh, if I say it that way, you would say it's uh, Republican. If I tell you that the name of the act is the Kamala Harris Truth in Slavery <laughs> Teaching Act. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that is hilarious to me to hear those words put together. Because she's one of the people that came down to decry Florida for failing to teach slavery. And so Blazing Goalie wants to make sure that in honor of her, that she can know that we have now improved and remedied our teaching of black history and slavery education in the state of Florida to make sure that we remind people that it was the party of the vice president that kept slavery for so long. Wow. That has to be a mind warp there The Kamala Harris Truth and Slavery Teaching Act. That has got to be the the pettiest (laughs) troll I have ever heard. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious. Uh, Jake, we'll do a couple more of these in here in just a second. Jake's got traffic Mm. on the fives. Oh, man. Uh, So not seeing anything uh, slowing you down this morning on the roadways. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Uh, Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantoma. Nine Mile is accident-free, not showing any delays in Car City. Uh, Highway 90 is good out of Milton and Pace, and 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Mattress Firm. A new year calls for a better bed at Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance. Save up to 60% on select mattresses. The right mattress matters, and Mattress Firm will find yours. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. Call or text 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, Back to our game of uh, who filed it. Uh, this is uh, you got to tell me whether it's Republican or Democrat, and I tell you the bill that was filed or what it does. HB seven fifty nine, Solicitation of Contributions Act. It uh, reclassifies asking for roadside contributions, panhandling, as a form of solicitation, like door to door sales, which is already regulated in state statute, and brings it within that context. And things like uh, prohibits it near. You know, businesses, bus stops, ATMs, parking lots, public restrooms, schools, with varying degrees of distance. But uh, who's filed that, Republican or Democrat? Uh, Republican. It is Republican. And it's Alex Andrade. Uh, This bill was kind of in the news uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, HB 753, the American Flamingo. Designating the American Flamingo as the official state bird, providing that that replaces the current designation of the Mockingbird. This is every year we have this conversation. It's the Mockingbird. It's the the Scrub Jay. Now somebody wants to make it the American Flamingo. Um, Who wants to make it the Flamingo, Republican or Democrat? Democrat. Republican. Linda Linda Cheney and Jim Mooney, uh, oddly. And by the way... um, the good reporting a couple of years ago, uh, suggestions for a new state bird are kind of all over the map. Four main contenders, the Florida Scrub Jade, the Flamingo, the Osprey, and uh, the Roseate Spoonbill, in addition to, of course, the existing. Uh, the White Ibis, the Swallowtailed Kite, and the Wood Stork also get mentioned. <laughs> Some people joke it should be the construction crane. Um, HB 787, use or threatened use of force undoing stand your ground so you would reacquire the duty to retreat if possible in public from somebody threatening your life or limb democrat or republican democrat democrat michelle yeah. rayner formerly rayner goolsby um i don't know why she's not she's gay and she's married so she's not divorced from her wife i don't know why she dropped the last name or not but you know that just uh, that just is uh sb 1124 mandatory waiting period for handgun purchases now your first thought is democrat but wait, let me tell you what it does. It eliminates the three-day waiting period um, for long barrels for shotguns and rifles 
and it makes it would only apply to handguns. Of course, you currently have the three-day waiting period waived for concealed weapons permit holders or law enforcement officers, those who pass the hunter safety course. Who wants to make it able to buy a shotgun or a rifle same day? Republicans. There you go. See, the title is a little bit mm-hmm. of, a, of a throw-off on that one. HB 1101, Forms of Identification expands the list of acceptable forms of ID for voter registration to include a U.S. passport, U.S. Uh, identification card, uh, that, um, uh, issued by federally recognized tribal nation or Indian tribe, U.S. merchant mariner credentials, uh, required driver's license issued to drivers denote certain individuals as non-citizens. Um, so it would expand it to the passport card, because you can use a passport, but the passport card, I think, is the one that you can't use. That's a, like a passport light kind of version. Mm. Who wants to expand the uh, forms of identification? I'm going to say Democrat. No, surprisingly oh. a Republican, Lauren mm. Mello. That's a, okay. kind of an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, and then, I think this would be the last one for today. Um, identification documents, SB 1174, completely different bill, prohibits counties and municipalities from accepting ID cards made by anyone known to make IDs for people not lawfully present in the United States. So some municipalities in other states, or perhaps, I guess, here in Florida, but certainly there are some places in other states where they will make you an ID even if you're mm-hmm. you know, not here as a documented immigrant. Right. Um, and this provides that uh, you cannot accept that. A city or a, or, a municip- or a county cannot accept that as ID, Republican or Democrat. Republican. That's a Republican. That's Blazing Goldie again. There you go. That's our game for the day. So a bunch of bills. We got more. I mean, there's more. The uh, session starts on uh, Tuesday. I think it's on Tuesday. And uh, we'll have more bills filed in the floor. Or actually, maybe today was the deadline. Yesterday was the deadline. Something like that. Maybe today was the filing deadline. Anyway, we'll do more of this in the future. 651 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you um, need to get your car worked on and it's a good quality input, you know, a BMW, a Mercedes, a, you know, a Lexus, a, a Porsche, a Genesis. You know, those are the kind of cars you think, hey, I got to go to the dealership for that. It's a specialty vehicle. Well, it is, but it isn't. Like, still, Bobby Likas works on those cars all the time, and that saves you the cost of working at the dealership and the drive and the, discipline, you know, the time and the cost it takes to get to the dealership, especially if it's somewhere else, and many of them are. You can take it to Bobby Likas Auto Service, no problem. They work on domestics, too. They work on diesel engines. That's something that everybody does. They do. They work on gas engines. No problem, obviously. Carclinicservice.com is their website. Kind of like a healthcare clinic for your car is kind of the idea. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. The City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation offers many ways to help you get out and play. Take a stroll in one of their 93 parks, rent a kayak or a paddle boat at the brand new Bayview Outdoor Pursuit Center, or participate in one of the many exciting programs happening at Play Pensacola's 11 Resource Centers. Tennis courts, pools, dance, camps, community events, and more. The only thing missing is you. For more, visit PlayPensacola.com or follow social media at PlayPCola Parks. It's time to get out and play. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Gulf Coast businesses are estimated to lose over $100,000 to email scams. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the season of giving, but criminals know you are more likely to click a malicious link if it looks like a good deal. Be wary of all marketing emails, and your bank account will thank you. 
Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Google Data Revolution Pensacola for more information. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Average for gallon of gas, 308. Florida average, 308. Same. Okay. 266 in Mississippi, 470 in California. In Navarre, 266 east of the Walmart, same west of the Walmart, and at the Sefco, uh, going up 87. If you're in uh, Tiger Point, 272 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge, 289 at a couple of stations in Gulf Breeze proper. 275 this morning in Milton at the Sefco, there, 276 at the P Ridge Murphy. Uh, 279 if you wait till the Circle K and pays. Uh, oh, nope, sorry. It's the Tom Thumb or Thumberland Farms, as Jake likes to call it. Uh, if you are in Pensacola on Nine Mile, the Walmart has 269. Uh, best price on US 29. I'm not getting a report on the Murphy, uh, but uh, other than that, you go, gosh, 279 down at the Raceway south of I-10. Uh, if you're coming in from the southwest side, you've got uh, 273. I think the prices are kind of all over the place today. That's at the Thum- Thumberland Farms on Garden. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Shop carefully this morning. I guess we could be in the midst of a price change when when prices are weird. That's usually the truth of it, but um, yeah, prices are weird this morning. I'll just tell you that. Mm. Six fifty-five on News Radio ninety-two three. Jake's got traffic on the fives. I really hope this Thumberland Farms thing catches <laughs> on. Like hey, it. you yeah, know, right? Call me Tom. Hey, um, all right. So Highway ninety-eight through Gulf Breeze in Navarre is flowing smoothly this morning. I ten and I one ten are at posted speeds. Uh, let me get back to my other map here. Looking around town, it seems like uh, Davis Highway is clear from the I ten overpass through Creighton, Brenton, Fairfield. Uh, also clear from 12th Avenue through to Powell, Fox, and W Street. And uh, Highway 90 coming out of Milton Pace is good this morning. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, officials have confirmed a B-1 bomber has crashed as it was landing at Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota last night. An Air Force release says uh, four crew members ejected safely. Uh, but did report uh, a few injuries. The bomber was reportedly on a training mission at the time. Did it tell us, I mean, crash can mean a lot of things. Crash can mean you scraped the bottom because the landing gear collapsed. Crash can mean you totaled a well, a billion I, dollar aircraft. <laughs> I've got kind of a, a basic report here, but I'll get more information for uh, for the next headlines. All right, thank you. A major winter storm loaded with uh, snow bearing down on the east this weekend. Snow and ice expected to tie up traffic from the Appalachians all the way to New England on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, America's top diplomat is heading back to the Middle East for meetings on the uh, war in Gaza. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says that uh, S- Secretary of State Antony Blinken will be pushing to expand humanitarian aid when he meets with leaders in the region this week. All right, thanks. I was actually thinking of the, the, the B-2, but, I mean, a B-1 is still like $200 million. <laughs> so it's, you know, that's a lot. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 6.57 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, we have a date set for the Florida State Supreme Court to hear the uh, oral arguments related to the privacy amendment and uh, the abortion laws, February 8th. Now, this surprised me because I could have sworn they already heard these oral arguments and i apologize i had been talking about it as if they had but uh i guess they hadn't i thought we were in between the oral arguments and the ruling but you know okay that's that's what the uh, um uh, papers were reporting yesterday uh 437 1620 oh did you see 
This is just one of those like, okay. Um, eco-activist Barbie. Eco-activist Barbie is a real thing that's not real. I mean, it's not made by Mattel. Uh, but the uh, environmental activists have taken to reworking a Barbie doll as Mycelia, the eco-warrior edition. And what they'll do is they'll like surreptitiously put it on the shelf next to the Barbies in the toy store so that the little girls then thinking, oh, this is great. And then they call, you know, they go up to the front. No, this is not ours. But it actually has real barcodes on it, I guess. So they can check out and buy it somehow if the cashier doesn't catch it. I don't know. It's a weird like guerrilla ideology activism thing that uh, I don't know how prevalent it is. And it's been done before. It's not the first time that it's been done. But um, just be careful when you're buying Barbie. If you want eco-activist Barbie, then I guess go hunting. And if you don't want that, then maybe just make sure that you didn't inadvertently buy one. All right, 659 here on News Radio 92.3 and abbreviated future news. Uh, will the bill to make it so that local legislators can't pass a millage rate without a vote, will that pass? Yes. God, weirdly, I think so too, mm. even though I think it's a real, ter- I mean, it's a terrible appropriation or uh, um, uh uh, taking of power away from the locals and putting it at the state level. Uh, what about the bill to make the tablets if you don't have a filter for the kids on them? I think that'll go. I think that'll pass too, but that one's going to be really tricky to make. Stream us at newsradio923.com. Newsradio923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.